This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So, uh, Stu. Fabulous weekend. Almost nothing but bloody, you know, uh, handprints on the gates of the White House. But other than that, almost nothing happened. Yeah, I noticed we didn't get to spend a lot of time on the Philadelphia Eagles victory over the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, gosh darn it. But, hey, we did have the first, not a test, the first actual missile, ballistic missile, shot out of space. First space war ever happened this weekend. And if you had Israel versus the Houthis in the office poll, you won. Uh, They were the ones that tested that, so... Big show for you coming up in just a second. First, brought to you by Relief Factor. Relief Factor is great. They have this new thing as well, which is a pain-free guarantee. You know, just try it. Try it for three weeks. 1995, three-week quick start. Take it as directed and see if it doesn't get you out of pain. I, I will tell you, it changed my life, and it's changed the life of many, many others that I know. Call 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. Feel the difference. Relieffactor.com. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Thank you so much. Uh, we we're just talking about the polls um, of Trump leading Biden now in nearly every battleground state. It, he is leading in every battleground state. Five out of six, I think. was. Yeah, yeah except mm. for Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you could you look into and break this down at all on uh, demographics? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not good for for Joe Biden. Again, the, the Democratic like voting base is assumes 95-ish percent of black voters, 90%, 85% of Hispanic voters. Like, that's mm-hmm. how they get into power is they just dominate these groups by so much. It's overwhelming. Well, um, Donald Trump in this poll has 22% support among African Americans. This would be a modern-day first mm. for a Republican, a sizable improvement over the 8% he had in the same states in 2020. Wow. Um and a Hispanic where, voters. Where, where, where was it? Do you know? In 2016, it wasn't that high. My head. No, it was. It wasn't that 16 high. 16 or 12 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was right around there. I would say. Yeah. Um, that, that sounds about right from memory. Uh, Hispanic voters as well. Um, of course, you know he earned 28 uh, percent of Hispanic voters in 2016. In 2020, it rose to 36 percent. Wow. Trump now has 42% in this poll of Hispanic swing state voters. It's a little bit of a different population. There's some asterisks involved in all of that. But generally speaking, it's showing that the multicultural base of the Democratic Party is eroding in a major way. And largely it's because of Joe Biden. I mean, they, they look at everything he's done 
And they say, number one, he's too old and he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't have the mental acuity that's asked in this poll specifically, and they don't think he has it. And then also, you know, all these things like you know, inflation, the stuff that we complain about all the time, hits these populations really hard. Really hard. Uh, Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed has uh, joined us now. Uh, Pat, President Trump is going in to uh, testify today mm-hmm. in the New York trial. Um, and this is the one where, you know, he was committing fraud because he said his house was worth, you know, pretty more much than it was. Well, they say more than it was. Others say it was it was pretty close on target for what it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if he goes to jail. How much does this change? Well, I was really happy to see the New York Times point out that if he goes to jail, he loses all five of those swing states then that he w- otherwise would win. So if he's convicted and goes to jail, <laughs> he won't win those swing states. And they were really, uh, really great at pointing that out. It really wasn't even that strong. It was only like, what, 6% of people switch their votes yeah. if he's in jail. Yeah. Like, it didn't make that much jail. difference. No. Yeah. If he's in jail, yeah. now that literally. Would- that would be enough to cost him the election in these polls. Uh, at yeah. least, again, this is just a, it's just a poll, but still, it would be enough. However, it I'm was not amazing. Sure that, that, that's a pretty low number. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm not sure that that's true. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure either. I'm not sure that that's the only, true. The, the only way it probably would be true is if he were kept off the ballot in those states as a result of being in prison. The and, only way, the only way, and I think you would go to the Supreme Court on this. The only way that would happen. Uh, is if he were convicted in the January 6th stuff. Insurrection. Mm. You think that one? Because I, I, I can't imagine people are going to be like, well, he took too many documents from his office and he mm-hmm. put them in a bathroom, therefore he shouldn't be president. I don't think that's real. I don't think the American people think, like, care that much about that type no. of thing. January 6th thing, I think they do. Uh, I know maybe, you know, we obviously have looked into this and talk about it all the time. You're talking about some moderate voter, though, in a swing state. I think that would have an effect if he was convicted over it. It would be interesting to see. I don't think it would be positive. I, I think it would be hard to run a campaign from prison. And look, <laughs> we difficult. all know this it's is what they before. want. It has been done before. Oh, it has been mm-hmm. done before, but yeah, not successfully. No, uh, no. Successfully. But it was a communist. It was a communist. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. Multiple communists, actually. Yeah. Uh, Peace and Freedom Party has run yes. uh, you know, candidates from prison multiple times. Right. Um, but generally speaking, very difficult to do. Suboptimal would be one one way. And mm-hmm. like when we talk about this, we always talk about the actual merits of these cases. Does that make any difference at all? The, the merits of the cases have nothing to do with this story. No. What, the story is about whether these people are going to throw him in prison, whether the merits are there or not. Correct. And that's what mm-hmm. you have to worry about if you're if you're Donald Trump or the Republican Party. It's going to be hard. That's going to be a difficult task to achieve to be elected from prison and i i don't know if <laughs> but they i will do it. tell you <laughs> but it's I not think, impossible i mean i've seen uh, i i've seen conversations uh i can't remember who was who did a piece on this but with the african-american community and it might actually uh help him in the african-american community not because they want you know somebody who's you know a, a felon in they see injustice and all of the people they think many people are have been um, used and abused by the system and thrown right, into right. prison. It's uh, sort of a, they connect with the oppression. They a, c- connect there. with the oppression and they look at that and go, 
oh my gosh, he's now one of us. And look, you know, Donald Trump can pull off these magic tricks that no one else could do. I mean, like he can he can be a multi-billionaire in a giant skyscraper and not only convince people he's a man of the people, but also that he's oppressed. <laughs> like he's just able to do it. But and he's you know, actually I mean, he yes, he has his own plane, but he <laughs> yes, eats yeah. McDonald's. Yeah, I know. You know I, what I, mean? like, I think it he's works a for him. Strange right? kind of combination of everything yeah Yeah, it is it's fascinating to see i mean he really can he is a magician when it comes to politics and that's the thing when you look at that the movement behind him long term there have been very few people who are able to pull that off other than him right like all a lot of these candidates that he puts up for these and he praises don't do that well because they don't have whatever he has right he donald trump has something somewhat unique this is not something this is not breaking news uh guy's a pretty unique dude and he's able to pull things off that other politicians or candidates cannot uh, he's been the only one who's really been able to do it i mean there's some examples of people who have similar viewpoints as him that have done okay but really you know it's it's I, there's a there's something magical in the recipe there that he has that no one else has and, and he will imagine- remind you of that if you ask him you imagine what's going to happen if he is removed from the ballots in I mean, a lot of these states? I mean, the chaos, oh the my rioting. God. That, that's that's that, it would, wow! It would be civil be ugly. war. Ugly. It, it would be civil war. There'd yeah. be there. You cannot do that. They're doing the Democrats are doing everything they can to thwart the election process, and they'd love to see chaos like that. Oh yeah, they they'd would love it. Oh yeah, absolutely. That might be the final straw, do, right? Do you think? Even if he gets convicted and if he's put in prison of some sort, I mean, I, I think that that line is makes the country unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how people can react would react to that. It's banana republic stuff. It really, it really is, and I, it would be hard to argue anything other than that. Mm-hmm. You're putting a guy who's leading to be president in prison so that he can't be president. I mean, that is like legitimately what happens in Venezuela, right? Yeah. Well, yep. this is this is what um, they impeached him over. The Democrats said he was going to a foreign uh, uh, entity, mm-hmm. uh, Ukraine, and trying to get dirt on his can on his <laughs> opponent right. to mm-hmm. be able to you know make sure he went to jail. That's exactly what Biden is doing. Yeah, it really is remarkable. Uh, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, it, like it would be one thing if they did this in the in immediate the immediate aftermath, right? Like if right after January sixth yes. happened, like they tried the quick, you know, sort of uh, express impeachment, if you will, yes, um, which was really really a joke. But if they had done this and tried to go after him and somehow proven that he did something wrong or whatever, like it may have been more acceptable to people to, to wait until he's running and winning. And then be like, oh, by the way, we've got a bunch of charges from like 12 different states. Everything he's ever done is wrong. We all found out today. Like, <laughs> it's, like it's so transparent that people have to be able to see through that, I think. I, I, but, you know, I don't know. I, I get surprised with the American people often. So from Texas, the Democrat from Texas, uh, Congresswoman Jasmine Crockett, uh, is worried that voters' feelings will result in a vote for Trump. Oh, no. Mm. Not feelings. Not feelings. Mm. Oh, no. Okay. She's worried about the feelings and not the facts. Well, 
You know why she's worried about the feelings, though, is because all black people uh, don't know how they're actually doing. They don't. That those oh. are the facts. They don't understand. They don't understand. Uh. They don't understand so they, two things: that they're doing way better than they think they are. Uh. The other thing is they just don't understand our system. They're too stupid. Oh, yeah, that's really that's, that's based on the yeah. color of their, of their skin? skin. Okay, mm. yes. Wow, sure that is interesting. Yes. Well, she said also that they they feel as though they're not doing well, right? No, and, but they uh, are. But She's got to tell yeah. them, yes, you are. Yeah, because it's the facts that yes, you are. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? It's unbelievable. I mean, just the the standard here. First of all, being worried about somebody's feelings over facts. Coming from a progressive Democrat, yeah, where all of our feelings yeah. are valid. Uh, <laughs> nope, nope, they're no. no, they're not. And now, when they can't change the feelings, they have to change the facts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it's nuts. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. So we have been talking about the New York Times poll that has come out, and give me a snapshot of that just to recap, Stu. Basically, there is a, it was a poll of swing states, which in my view is a better way of doing these polls than like a national number, because in reality, we all know that you know Donald swing Trump states, is going to yeah. win Idaho, and the fact that they can pull a few votes out of that to make it a national number isn't all that important. I'm right? worried about Texas, quite honestly. Lots of new people in Texas. You, if they can, I mean, if there's any kind of fraud in this state. And by the way, look, they're challenging um, Ted Cruz. Well, they challenged Ted Cruz before, and he won. Yeah, right? but I, I, they got Beto O'Rourke and threw more money at it than you could ever imagine, yeah. and he still lost. Like again, and when it comes to the fraud thing, look, that's a, almost a separate topic, right? Like if you're. Yes. I'm looking at you can only look at this at what's actually going to happen. Sure. If, if they do some trickery, what are you going to do? Yeah. There's no way you yeah, can yeah. predict that. Um, but when it comes to these uh, five sta- uh, six states, excuse me, you have a situation where Joe Biden is losing five of them. And uh, by some of them, very large margins, Nevada by 10 to Donald Trump. Now, Nevada of these swing states is probably one of the more difficult ones for Republicans to win. It's the more, one of the more blue states out of these. Um, Georgia, you have Trump by six. Arizona, Trump by five. Michigan, Trump by five. Pennsylvania, Trump by four. If Donald Trump wins Pennsylvania by four points, he's going to win the election. Yes. Um, and then finally, Wisconsin, which is actually polled, has been one of those states that has, in polling, been off more than almost every other state almost always wisconsin seems to look more positive for democrats and it winds up being in the actual election and that's important to remember Mm -hmm. but wisconsin uh here was biden plus two now uh, the other candidates they did desantis and haley in these polls as well both desantis and haley win wisconsin comfortably actually and neither desantis or haley lose any state against joe biden any of these six that's not that has not been something that's been talked about as much there are two states in which desantis is even with uh, joe biden but both nikki haley and ron desantis either win or are tied in all six of these states this is the most bizarre um just the just the most bizarre primary i've ever seen in my lifetime so weird i mean it is you've got a guy who is 
they're doing everything they can to put him in jail. He may be in jail by the time the the uh, election comes around. And I don't honestly know if that's going to help or hurt him. I, I really don't know. Um, <laughs> it's it's think crazy. Of all, think, think of, of that. Things. Just that. Yeah, all the things yeah. that are, are strange, right? You have a guy who may go to prison, right? It may help him. It may hurt him. The leading candidate is not participating in the debates. That, that's a weird thing, right? Yeah. The leading candidate is a former president of the United States. That's really weird, right? Like when it's not in consecutive terms, like that is it's happened, but it's pretty odd. You have on the Democratic side, a guy that is overwhelmingly disliked by his own voters in this poll, more than half of Biden's voters say he's too old to be president. Listen to this. His approval on the economy in the battleground states economy. His approval is 39%. That's catastrophic. With 57% disapproving. CBS and I think it was CNN just took a poll about are we in the wrong direction, right direction. 74 and in one poll and 75% in another poll say we're on the wrong track. That's historic. Mm. Um, he has 9% strong approval on the economy and 48% registering strong disapproval. It's worse than a five to one ratio of strong, you know, anti uh, on the economy, Mm. five to one. Also, separate polling for Gallup going back seven decades. Republicans have never before enjoyed a larger edge on the primary issue of the day, the economy. Seven decades, 70 years, they've not seen polling like this. Even through Reagan. Yeah. Think about that. 40% of people that are polled right now say they're afraid their income is not going to be able to cover the house and the food and everything else because of inflation. And they know who's responsible. They are blaming it on Bidenomics. Um. Real real incomes, uh, declining real incomes make the staples of life difficult to finance and housing affordability has never been worse. This is according to Goldman Sachs. The first time in history, the average apartment rent is $2,000 a month. The average apartment up from 1600 when Biden took office. Battleground state voters overwhelmingly blame poor policies for this financial squeeze. 71% now say it's government policy that has contributed to this rise in rent, with 50% blaming the government a great deal. That's that's pretty significant. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it is. And, you know, you, when you look at the economy, there's some interesting breakdowns when you look at the economy. They're all bad for Biden. There's nothing there. You know, even people who didn't like Trump are saying, well, you know, look, at least the economy was good when he was president. If you go back, you know, Glenn, 30 or 40 years, the only two times that people were really optimistic on the economy overall were like 1998 to 2000, the end of that uh, Mm -hmm. of the Clinton era when the Internet was kicking in. Correct. Right before the recession that, by the way, started when Clinton was president. Um, uh, But people didn't know that during the election. And then secondarily was the period 2017 to 2019, 
or excuse me, 2018 to, to March 2020 is really the, the, the cutoff well, was we March were, 2020. Uh, we we talked about it. Everything was going so well that only some catastrophic event <laughs> at the end of his term. And lo and behold, we did see one. a catastrophic event. Yeah, listen to this. Guy. This is an interesting breakdown from the Times um, on, on the economy. A pound of bacon costs an average of $7.08 in the U.S., 21% more than when Biden took office. 21%. The Biden, uh, the price of coffee beans has risen 33%. A gallon of gas is 72% more expensive. And because inflation affects everyone, it can damage the public mood more than any almost anything else. And in parentheses, yes, the inflation has in, fallen sharply this year, but most par- prices have not fallen. Only their rate of increase has. This is something we've made a point on this a uh, hundred times. But you could see they're like trying to baby spoon feed this to their actual Democratic audience here and saying, hey, the reason why this stuff isn't working here is... The rate might be coming down a little bit, but the prices are still increasing. It's a rate of increase. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen to the, I thought this was fascinating. A president can't do much to bring down prices in the short term. Yet Biden has taken steps to reduce energy prices. He approved. <laughs> and, again, this is, a, this, is a Demo, this is a Democrat talking yeah. to other Democrats. Here. Think okay. of it in that perspective. All right. So we're in, we're in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. He approved an enormous new oil project on federal land in Alaska while enacting billions of dollars of subsidies for clean energy. Now, again, that doesn't we know that doesn't bring down. But the Alaska thing is kind of interesting. He has been strangely unwilling to brag about the Alaska project, as Matthew Iglesias noted in a recent Substack newsletter. Biden seems more focused on avoiding criticism from climate activists than on winning over swing voters who can help reelect arguably the most climate-friendly president ever. Again, it's Democrats speaking to Democrats. <laughs> Ignore some of the context here. My but, eyes are bleeding. But it's interesting, like the right? guy in Casino Royale where blood is just trickling <laughs> just, out of the side of my eye, you know? <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it from just a political standpoint, you have this one thing in Alaska You'd think in this moment, you're touting that to swing states, right? You're going crazy, making it to a much bigger deal than it actually is. There's a similar dynamic on immigration. Undocumented migration into the U.S. has surged after Biden took office, partly in response to his welcoming campaign rhetoric. That's one one way to put it. Listen to that. And mainly... uh, That's Democrats to Democrats. They don't say that mainstream. What rhetoric? We weren't. No, we were not inviting them. What are you talking about? Sent a strong (laughs) message. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Many Americans are unhappy about the surge, although Biden has since taken steps to reduce the surge. Again, not how I would describe it. (laughs) However, although Biden has since taken steps to reduce the surge, he rarely emphasizes these popular steps. These are steps that that poll well with the Mm -hmm. American people. He seems more focused on progressive activists than swing voters. Yes. So what does that mean, Glenn? Like... That Why is, wouldn't he tout, politically speaking, go to the middle, say, I swear I'm doing stuff. I know you don't see it, but I swear I'm doing it. Instead, he's worried about criticism from crazy left-wing activists. Because crazy left-wing activists put him into office. It was the unions and the crazy left-wing act, uh, uh, advocates that are the ones who are also backing him up with muscle. That's why he's that's why he's now saying, you know, Israel, you should be nicer to Hamas. We, we, we maybe you should slow down because he's lost or in danger of losing the people mm-hmm. that are behind. Did you notice the signs? Did anybody look at the signs that were 
on the uh, streets of Washington, D.C. and New York and every place else this weekend? Um, you're not talking about the ones where they were painting uh, stars of David on the buildings, right? No, 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 no. no. Where they killed that woman? Mm. Yeah, no. uh -uh. Um, No, I'm talking about the printed signs about, you know, free Palestine. Mm. The bottom of it, go look at the pictures provided by the Socialist Mm. Workers Party. Okay? This is a socialist-run thing. So you've got all of that wrapped up into the Palestinian thing. He cannot afford to lose his muscle. He can't afford to lose those advocates because those are the strongest. What's going to happen is you're going to have those people or you're going to have the people who are like, you know what, I, I just, I'm not even going to vote. Hmm. Because that's the way, I think that's the way your supporters are getting on Biden if they don't flip, they're just not motivated because he's not doing anything good for them. How much of this is Biden guarding his flank for a challenger like a Gavin Newsom, like someone else who's going to come out of the woodwork and say, oh, you know, I what? think I think a great deal of it, a great deal. Listen to this from Axelrod. Um, he said, uh, it's David Axelrod, the former, uh, what was he? Uh, Obama administration official. Yeah. I don't remember his exact role. Uh, it's very late to change horses and a lot will happen in the next year that no one can predict. Um, and Biden's team says his resolve is firm to run. I'm justly proud of his accomplishments. Um, however, his poll numbers send tremors of doubt, not bedwetting legitimate doubt trump is a dangerous unhinged demagogue whose brazen disdain for the rules norms laws and institution or democracy democracy should be disqualifying but the stakes of miscalculation here are too dramatic to ignore only joe biden can make this decision if he continues to run he will be the nominee of the democratic party What he needs to decide is whether that is wise, whether it is in his best interest or the country's. Wow. He's got to have somebody behind him. He's a power. He's a he's a big, you know, group of connections inside the Democratic Party. This isn't just some guy saying this. This is a big deal. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Hey, here's a first. Uh, never before has any country in battle shot out of the sky a, uh, a ballistic missile outside of the atmosphere. Apparently, the Houthis launched from Yemen a missile that flew a thousand miles over the Arabian Peninsula on the way to its target. It left uh, our atmosphere, was in space, and Israel used its aero missile defense system to shoot down a ballistic missile outside of Earth's atmosphere, believed to be the first combat ever to take place in space. Oh, that's good. Uh. So who, it, whoever had first battle in space, the Houthis versus Israel, you're a winner. Come claim your prize. Star Wars has begun. Oh Who knew? 
That that would be a very but the odds on that would be very high. I feel like Houthis would not be the top of the list of that particular equation, but there you go. Yemen's Houthis also released footage purporting to show the missile being launched as part of a barrage of drones and other long-range weapons aimed at Israeli towns and cities. Can I ask you, um, the Houthis, mm-hmm. um, what is their main source of income there? I mean, what is it that they produce that allows them to have a defense industry that is working on ballistic missile systems. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm only, I, I mean, I know what the Houthis do for a living, you know, that big business in Yemen, which is, um, oil and gas, oil and gas, Yeah, <laughs> their oil and gas. Uh, income from oil production constitutes 70 to 75% of government rent, uh, revenue and 90% of exports. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's that's not necessarily specific to the Houthis, but it's specific to Yemen. Yeah. Okay. But the Houthis are rebels, right? I mean, I, I think the Houthis are rebels. <laughs> I mean, I just keep seeing like that's... these sand scenes from Star Wars. You know, with the animals that go, and, you know, they're riding on the back. That's how I'm I'm picturing now, and I know that's very ignorant of me. But I have a feeling has been heard somewhere in the Houthi range at some point. I mean, yes, they're rebels. I mean, but I don't, that's where they... You have to think they're coming. It's funding from inside the country still. Yeah, yeah, right. And yeah, that, sure. that funding or, comes, or maybe Iran, Iran, Iran. Now, mm. if Iran, if if the Houthis have a ballistic missile, and they're getting maybe technology, I don't know. I'm sure the Houthis have a unbelievable scientific community. Great IT department. Uh sure, at, at the Houthis. Sure, sure. Uh, and, uh, and, and so if the Houthis have it, I, I would imagine the Iranians could put a ballistic missile into the sky and they one would believe yes. also have a, uh, you know, a nuke. Uh, well, not, uh, not confirmed, right? Well, I don't know. I remember reading about a year ago that they were like 20 days away from, being able to yeah being uh, able to, to right. build it and you know so that was about a year ago yeah. i mean i'm sure they if they don't have it today they don't they'll have it soon i'm sure and yeah. they also can also get them from places like north korea yeah or probably yeah. china or yeah. russia yeah so that's good so we got that mm-hmm. uh we got that going for you uh, now um in uh, just a personal uh note you know the pro-palestinian supporters that were swarming outside the white house chanting Allah akbar you know, something that I, I just love, especially this time of year, to hear the chants of Allah Akbar ring through the streets, you know, uh, and uh, it's beautiful off those American maples. Oh, it's so mm. beautiful. So anyway, um, you know, as they were trying to uh, take down the gates of the White House, uh, and then they went to the back gate or the side gate of the White House, and they had these two big, you know, white columns, and then the gates that actually open up. Um and they, they took red paint and everybody dipped their hands in red paint 
and then put that red paint on the two columns on each side. Um, now, that happened Saturday night. Now, I've seen a picture of it, which I would assume was Sunday because it was daylight. Was it the union rules that stopped the White House from having that painted at 2 o'clock in the morning? Why would you leave bloody hand prints all over the gates of the White House? You get somebody with a gallon of white paint and you paint that at 2 o'clock in the morning. Or are they union rules? I, I don't know. Maybe union would just, you're not going to get a union guy to do that. Okay, I would have volunteered. It's the Biden White House. I'm not a fan. I would have volunteered to take the bloody handprints off of the gates of the White House. What the hell is wrong with these people? You'd think at least someone gets out there with a power washer and gives it a go. I mean, the whole point, think about every, this is symbolism, right? Oh, yeah. It's symbolism. Yeah. The fact that they were out there shaking the fences of the White House grounds. I, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Honestly. Is that a question you want an answer to? Because Look, it's it's fascinating to watch because you, you mentioned, let me go back to your comments um, last hour on what you would do if you were a leftist, activist, extremist type looking sure. to create chaos. Sure. You empower a movement like the pro-Hamas movement that is apparently alive and well in this country to go out there and uh, shake the the fences of the White House. Let's just say, and this has happened many times, um, protests like that spiral out of control, right? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I mean, you'd argue, some people would say that's what happened on January 6th. People mm-hmm. were very up- upset. You know, they didn't plan on going into the mm-hmm. Capitol, but it, but it did. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Lives Matter rallies. Maybe they, you know, some. we all know there were some people who were there who were looking to burn down buildings. Many, though. We're just pissed off about what happened mm-hmm. and then got involved, got mm-hmm. fired up. Things mm-hmm. spiraled out of control. Mm-hmm. If something like that happens at the White House, if they rush the White House, right? It, let's just say They'd you be have shot. Th- they would be shot, but it, there might be thousands of them. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And they would be shot. They, I, I hope we still have a Secret Service who would shoot a bunch of people who try to rush the White, uh, White House and kill the president. I hope that still exists um, because it, that's the way it should be. But... What, what's going to happen in that situation is the American people, I think, even with their distaste for this particular president, would support rally, would rally behind him, number one, at some level. And number two, would support somewhat draconian steps to make sure that does not happen again. Oh, yeah. You'd lose your freedom to protest in the streets, you I think. Go back to, you know, I hate to bring up the Nazis because that's what, I, but I, I, you got to do it uh, 46 times per episode on the Glenn Beck program. We're contra- contractually obligated to do so. And if you go back to the Nazis, like, remember, how did Hitler really claim to take that mantle that he had to take power? It was, it was the Reichstag fire. It was fire. the Reichstag fire. And it was... Uh, you know, the the groups under him that initially supported Hitler that came along and started doing terrible things. And he said, I have to, I have to step up. I have to do something here. I have to, I have to expel these groups that are breaking. I have to break well, the constitution because of what they're doing. I, People on supposedly is, this, his side. 
This is top-down, bottom-up, inside-out. This is exactly what I've been warning about since 2008. You empower the people on the streets. They're useful idiots. Mm. You allow them to create chaos. And then when the people cry out and say, enough is enough, then the government comes down with draconian measures to crush them first, but crush everyone else as well. So they'll take control. That is, that's, that's the plan of leftists, top down, bottom up, inside out. That's what it is. You know, the other thing on it is uh, the Bubba effect. We have a terrorist uh, problem in this country. If they, God forbid, do something like, I don't even want to say it. They do something uh, that has been done before in this country. People will lose their mind. And do you think the federal government is going to the one who just said, you know, hey, we care about Islamophobia over uh, anti-Semitism. Do you think those people who opened up our border are going to have any credibility? Any credibility, any authority. This is what the military had been planning for. I've been telling you that since 2008, too called the Bubba effect. And we are prime for all of those things. That's why we just have to get down on our knees and pray. Because this is going to take a miracle that only the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob could pull off. It is. And um, we, we've, got to, we've got to stop putting our faith in men and start putting our faith in God again. Let's do everything we can to win the election. Let's do everything we can to make sure that we are stable in our own lives. But uh, I'd get down on your knees and pray because God is the only answer to this particular problem, I believe. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system.